think you don't always ad adhere, 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 <laughs> adhere to. Crap. No, don't record in the background, dumbass. Let's do this again. Hi, it's me. Welcome to NSW, aka Not So Whimsical. My name is McCole, my favorite seasoning is lemon, and I will be your host forever and ever. I will be inviting different people from different walks of life, share some food or drink we have lying around the house, and hopefully make you giggle. Okay, bye! Hi, it's me. Today I'm here with my friend Vivi. Hello. Hey. This is a very impromptu thing. We were supposed to have breakfast. We did have breakfast. Delicious breakfast. Thank you very much. <laughs> and uh, then it turned into, so how long does a podcast last? And I'm like, yeah, I usually schedule in one and a half hours. She's like, cool. Which is great because I've wanted to have you on here for ever. Wow. <laughs> I'm flattered. <laughs> okay. So how are you? I'm good. I'm very good. I had a delicious breakfast, so I feel full. Oh my god, who made it? What was it? <laughs> oh, Nicole. <laughs> do you want to talk a bit about like what you do? Um, sure, I'm currently writing my master's dissertation and will hopefully be done in the next two weeks, but it's going well. I'm studying social psychology um, in the UK, but now I'm Where back. is that? <laughs> Well, <laughs> we don't know with the whole Brexit. <laughs> we don't know EU, not EU, I don't know. Yeah, yeah, I saw Charlie Howard. Do you know her? She's no. She's like a, I don't know, plus size model. She's a really cool model. And she posted this photo on Instagram and it was like old versus new. And her old passport had like European Union, United Kingdom. And then the new one just has United Kingdom. Wow. wow. We're getting there. Isn't yeah. it funny that Boris Johnson looks like Trump? It's funny. Coincidence? I what do you think? think? So. <laughs> um, since you were a little bit nervous, um, do you want to? St- no. Never. You'll just go with the flow with me. It's yeah, great. for Fantastic. sure. Do you want to start with the questions? Absolutely. Okay. You just recently dyed your hair in a magenta e pinky. Pinky. Uh, yes. Yeah. So, what is your favorite color? That's a very good question. Um, it's not magenta pinky. Um, it's close to it, though. I mean, <laughs> I, I think we recently talked about this. I really love the color of um, the sunset, sunrise, well, some kind of orange, intense, red, yellow, blended color. Which is funny. Tatiana, was it Tatiana? Yeah, Tatiana said the same thing. She was like, I like red and yellow, and I like green, and I'm like... To me, that sounds like a sunset with, like, while well, you're sitting on grass. grass. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So that's cute. You guys should be friends. Totally. I would love to meet her. Yeah. So that's your favorite color. That is definitely one of my most, one of my favorite colors um, to look at and <laughs> in nature. <laughs> yeah. Why? I don't know if it's linked to actually to the sunrise atmosphere I get. I mean, the feeling I get when I watch it. Um, maybe it's just either the beginning of something new, of a whole new day awaiting you, or even a sunset, you know, it kind of comes to an end. But then it's the beginning of the night. Um, that's where all the party people go. Oh, yeah. But no, that's not... Not <laughs> well, sometimes. But, um, yeah, I don't know. I feel... It's such a vivid color and 
A lot of people have told me that um, because I wear a ring of the same color. I don't know, like look at yeah. it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, it's like orangey and like red, and they like all melt together the colors. Exactly. And um, recently, I've had a lot of people tell me that this is such a me color. It really is. Without them knowing my favorite color, and just because it seems so passionate and yeah. all of this, uh, I don't know. So apparently, it reflects who I am. So maybe. That's kind of how I see auras, you know, like when I talk to people and I decide I see their aura, right. I usually like, fine, what color is it? And it really, to me, it's like the color that fits you best will be your aura, in my opinion. And so for you, it makes perfect sense. Behind you, I see a big ass leaf, like a fall leaf, you know, like this nice mm -hmm. reddish brownish color. Wow. That's you. Do you always see it? <laughs> it really depends it's like sometimes i have this colleague who also has sh through her i kind of learned in my brain at least that people can have different auras it's my friend uh karen um she she's like this her. sorry i know her <laughs> she's like this beautiful i'm gonna say white but there's no like judgment with that i just want you to be able to imagine her she has very fair skin and um, freckles everywhere like across her whole body and because I've seen her naked in my dreams so I know Karen if you hear this I love you <laughs> um, and she has those really pretty blue greenish eyes and red hair and so if I see her like the color that fits her most is white and so behind her I always see this white aura but sometimes I also see like a lighter blue in winter, for example. So it really depends. And sometimes there's this fiery red. Like I see this, you know, the way you draw flames, like mm -hmm. red and yellow mm -hmm. and orange. Like that's what I see behind her sometimes. Because she's also extremely passionate and such a good dancer. Wow. It's like she can't dance. She's like tiny and white and, you know, whatever. <laughs> and then we had our Christmas party. I'm like, wow. Like wow. I couldn't keep myself together. Like, I was fangirling and sweating, and I was like, <laughs> Can I please kiss you on the lips? She said no, but... She said no? Yeah, she did. But she's so sexy. Oh my god, she is... I will show you pictures. She's like the sexiest... Anyway, so uh, what do you be... What do you want to be when you grow up? I want to be happy. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> I really thought this through. This is a very spontaneous question, and it's like a rock hitting me. Um... What do I want to be when I grow up? Can you specify what exactly you, you, you're, like you're thinking? In what direction you're talking about? Just career-wise, are you talking? Yeah, because the last time we spoke, we were talking about what your future should entail. Because um, Vivi and I studied psychology together. Yes. We were actually in a pretty bad place as friends when we were studying together. And it was the loneliest time. How am I making this about myself? Uh, and so... <laughs> I actually quit psychology. Well, people say dropped out, but to me that always sounds like your grades were too bad. So I do want to mention my grades were aces. <laughs> I was so fucking good at what I was doing. But uh, also my brain didn't want to work with me. So um, that's why I left the university at the time. And uh, so she finished her degree in psychology. <laughs> anyway. And now you're doing your master's in sociology? Social psychology. Social psych. See, that's my problem. You keep saying it and I... That's okay. You're not the only one. Like, you know, it's your a, friend Karen, yeah. who I keep calling Hugo, but his name is not uh -huh. Hugo, it's Karen. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> yes. What about... 
<laughs> oh, nothing. No, no, no. It's just to mention, like, I keep saying things Oh, right. Wrong. I see. I see. I see. I see. <laughs> um, so anyway, so you're studying not sociology, but social psychology. Mm-hmm. But when, when we started studying together, I, I could have never imagined you in that field. Okay. When we were in school together. And then I saw you at uni, and I'm like... What are you doing here? You know, I was so surprised. Really? How yeah. come? How come? I don't know. I thought because you were good in school. <laughs> so I thought. Was I good in school? I mean, you, I'm. You were gooder than I was, so. Okay. This is a testament of how good I was at school. Like, I graduated so. Like, it was so tight. Like, oh. it was really tight. Like, it was, you know, the gap between my eyebrows when I was 10. Hmm. <laughs> But you graduated, so that's the whole point. Yeah, I know, but that's why I thought you would go in. So what I'm trying to say here (laughs) is I thought you would go into economics, business. Oh, goodness. Yeah. I never felt... I mean, I loved, um, well, like everything that had to do with sociology. Yeah, me too. Um, And that's maybe kind of the field that I've always found interesting, but more about the human side, the emotion side, and how what leads to this, and how humans are perceived within our society. And this is all like kind of the sociology field, but I realized that the whole theory behind it, which is mostly what sociology focuses on, is less what interests me than uh, psychology, which is just right. um, And but now there was the possibility for me to do the master's focusing on a mixture of both mm-hmm. this is just through the psychological lens and I did that and I loved it but to this day I still wonder whether another field would not might not have triggered a, a stronger interest in me you know what I mean as in maybe I could have gone in the sorry clinical direction or in the therapy direction I still think maybe one day I mean, people change careers all the time and, and change their paths or just, it's, it's not even changing their paths, it's just the path is, the fa- is that and it ch- takes them to another direction and that's totally fine. So maybe one day I'll just end up doing therapy um, and studying, uh, like, you know, therapy and stuff. Yeah. I did the thing, but anyways. How would we translate the science um, of therapy? <laughs> No, just we know. Sciences of the no, therapist. <laughs> <laughs> to become a, a therapist. A therapist. Yeah. Um, and then there are obviously so many other things that would have interested me so much. But, you know, I guess I can still do them on the side or like them. I mean, anything that's got to do with languages. And I'm speaking way too much. You want to no, say no, something? No, not, not at all. Not at all. You know, what I find so interesting is to hear what other people say, think, because I'm so self-involved that I think I know the truth about everything. Well, I think that's quite the opposite of being self-involved, if you can realize that and say it. And, and Are you trying to make me look good? Because I don't want that. <laughs> <That's good. laughs> no. It was whispered, I bet nobody heard what I said. No, no, this whisper thing works oh, quite well. Like, amazing. I, I like whispering into the Mike. microphone. Um, <laughs> So yeah, actually, without I think without you realizing, you kind of answered my question, because you ended with maybe I'll be a therapist, mm-hmm. which was the question, kind of. Kind of, but maybe a big uh, emphasis on the maybe because you don't know where life is going to take you. You surprised me so much because when I was uh, accepted at the university, I was so excited. I told everyone. You didn't. You stayed very discreet about it. Also, we weren't talking, so maybe that's part of it. <laughs> 
um, but that's what made it so I, I felt very betrayed without you betraying me because we weren't talking like it was so awkward oh my god that first day Jesus fucking Christ on this day um, <laughs> yeah so that's why like to me it was for the longest time it was so confusing like why is she studying psychology I want to become the psychologist and then I started getting very competitive in my brain um, really I'm very good with learning things by heart but so are you I don't like doing that though mm. because I forget it after oh yeah me too like I can't remember I mean I did it god knows how many times I did it I had to do it but I mean especially us look at us we both did Oop. there was a fly yeah Apologies. you got it I think um look at us like we're queens when it comes to learning by heart we st we did theater so and to, to act you have to have this ability to just remember lines and yeah. remember things by heart. Do you miss acting? Yes, a lot, yeah. a lot, a lot. But I tried it at university in the UK and it's not the same. I don't know, I guess I didn't feel part of the group. Mm -hmm. I mean, the people were amazing, but I just didn't feel like it was a family. Whereas in school, when we did that, that was... That's not comparable to anything I've ever lived again after yeah it was amazing it was amazing and it made me love acting so much yeah so much yeah i literally just forgot everything and was able to just it was like a whole other like a whole life of its own in a way just yeah and like you're in this vacuum when you're on stage that was the best part like you know when you get on stage you're always so scared like am i gonna see the audience you don't see shit yeah you're sweating <laughs> the lights are blinding you oh my <laughs> god those lights but that's what i lived for yeah because it really feels like you're alone yeah on stage you know yeah and, and it's like you're living the part you have to play i mean and that was that was my favorite part and the last school play we did together yeah that was the best by far it's really good. That was so fucking good. I remember seeing you like, so we always have a rule in theater and I try to apply it to life. So behind the curtain, if you mm -hmm. can see someone, they can see you. Mm -hmm. And I try to apply that when <laughs> I'm looking through my window <laughs> and I'm like walking around naked. I'm like, rule can you? Can you? Yeah. 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 And so I remember we were hiding behind the curtains, obviously. I was on the right hand side, you were on the left hand side. And uh, you were preparing and you made that face. Like, that's a face I know when you're, you're not, you weren't frustrated, I think. I think you were just nervous. I was so nervous. Yeah, I'm you sure were. I was, I'm sure I was, so yeah. yeah. and so you did that thing where you like pulled your eyes down. Like, you're, you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. Like your cheeks, she was like holding her cheeks very tightly and just like, oh, and I'm like, fuck, she looks amazing. Like because of the makeup we use, we put on a lot of like black <laughs> eyeliner and that enhances your face so much. And that, like your facial expressions. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And that was the first time I understood why we put on so much eyeliner. Wow. Because seeing you because that we way. we could see each other. Because normally we don't really, I mean, we see each other as we play. But oh my God, we're not yeah. each other. No, we're we not. We are someone else. No, God, this makes me sound so condescending. Acting feels so amazing. Oh my God, sorry. No worries. No, but that's also the thing. I always need to justify to people, you know, when I say I have a theater background. And they're like, oh, what did you do? Like, what productions were you in? I'm like school stuff <laughs> but our teachers were highly trained people mm -hmm. one of them was a uh, was a direct he was i mean i mean he was insane mr was karen insane. was amazing <laughs> mr karen i think his son is my neighbor really i hate his son which one though karen karen, <laughs> karen <laughs> senior or karen no karen junior karen or junior junior, junior. 
Because um, he's got I, two. I didn't know that. I One of them is a director now as well. Okay. Um, my last question is a little on the deeper side of things. Okay. Because that's something I've been missing a lot. Like, I've been thinking a lot about a lot lately. And it's what do you miss most about being a careless teenager? Okay. Let's get physical. <laughs> this assumes that I was a careless teenager. Um, Very good. Um, I was going to say reflection, but that's not a word in English. <laughs> Very good. Uh, very good reflection. Oh, I'm just going to stay with thank that. Thank you. What I mean is compared to now. You know those those crushes that were okay. so far away from. No, exactly. careless definitely puts it in the right. Like this is this uh, is definitely the right word. I just wanted to mm-hmm, know what mm-hmm, you're talking, mm-hmm. what you mean. Um, about being naive is also like more naive than. Yeah, I do. Uh, yeah, that's what I miss. I mean, I miss being just untouched in a way. And yes. I, yeah, untouched actually is the right word. I think because, and I mean touched. By the soul, of course. Okay. No, I don't. <laughs> I mean, I meant both. But I mean, I don't know. You would. I think that the fact that you just said the careless crushes, or like just crushes, and um, just something where you didn't have to actually worry about <clears throat> about more than just what it was that you were feeling, and yeah, that was simpler a simpler time, I guess. For sure. But uh, I don't know if I I miss it in the sense because you just you asked uh, do, what do I miss most? I wouldn't say I I would say that at the point where I am now, I like having this whole baggage that I take with me. That's because I know that that's what's going to take me forward. I like looking back and just mm-hmm. knowing okay, everything I've experienced in between the good and the bad is what shapes me today. And maybe even the thought that I would have to relive that makes me a bit anxious. So I don't. Okay, but this is a. I'm drifting away. But there, take the question as you want it. Yeah. Like that's what some, you know. I mean. I. It's not like I say. Oh, I. I wish I were. I, I wish I. I was a teenager again. Um, mm-hmm. It's not like I find myself saying that or thinking that. Right. Because. I was so, so, I wouldn't say immature, but there was so much lacking in me that I was yet to experience, and everything comes at its time, in its own time, and I'm really happy about that. But there were some things that I recall doing or saying or thinking that where I was like, you had no idea. You had no idea about anything and just so much more focused on yourself in a way because you don't you haven't let anyone else in yet you know mm-hmm. you haven't experienced that yet so okay that's one part, like, way to answer this question but then again as I said being naive being seeing kind of looking at the world in a much rosier way, I guess that that is something beautiful, and I think we will never get to experience that again because this is something you feel as a child and then as a teenager with a bit more ups and downs because it's still you're still going through bloody puberty or you get all the hormones and you have no idea what the hell's going on. So that was a definitely a tough time. You you're turning you're merging into someone else. Yeah. Um, 
so I don't miss that. <laughs> um, the whole feelings of confusion and yeah. Um, yeah. But yeah, I guess early teens or late childhood, if I can say. What about the comfort we used to have in the sense of, you know, we knew we'd be going to school every day from 8.30 to 5.30. We had lunch at a specific time. Yeah. You know, every day was set out for us. Yeah. Um, I think I, I really like having a routine. Mm -hmm. <clears throat> I find myself feeling a bit lost when I don't have it. And like actually craving it, right? Actually craving it. Mm -hmm. Like now, being a student, um, I think being a student is pretty hard as well because it's all your job to do however you want to do it. Um, but it's good. It's, it's, it's taught me a lot. Um, I think I'm kind of craving uh, this daily thing. It's not like I want it planned out by someone else for me. Mm. I like making the decisions myself. And it's actually, once you start having it, it's a bit like a, a drug. You kind of, once you get this independent feeling, you, yes. you will always want to have it. Yes. Like, it's, and as soon as you don't, you feel like you're, you're out of control. Like something's wrong. Like, give me my freedom back. I get that. Um, For sure. I like the idea of like, how rosy life was and it's it's really tragic the way you just said like we're never gonna get to experience that life again I think what we often tend to do as humans is and if you're someone like me who's so extremely melancholy about <gasps> shit, I am so melancholy it's like we like to dwell oh on my god yeah yeah and to be like Ugh, you know times were so much easier and because I, I miss these things where it was like, you know, meeting a boy and like it takes you fucking three years to kiss. That was so exciting. Yeah. And now what excites me is nothing. <laughs> <laughs> like, you know, it's, it's like now it's things come a lot more differently. And I think yeah. something I was going to say, but I didn't want to go there immediately was like the way you said you felt untouched. Mm -hmm. I'm going to say something and please like, you know, correct me if I'm wrong, but it's like before all the trauma goes down mm -hmm. you know what I mean mm -hmm. it's like not specifically me I think it's everyone I think yeah. because you're going through that puberty thing yeah. and people are shitty to you because it's high school and all of our hormones are going insane and everyone who will tell me I had the best time you're fucking lying to yourself yeah it's like your body is you. put your body your mind everything's going through this massive change it's and like you're turning into someone you you are someone you don't even know. I guess yeah. it's like you're, when you're coming into this world, you obviously, you don't have any recollection of that moment, but I'm sure it was like, in, in a way of... It is traumatic. It's traumatic. Mm -hmm. And you cannot recall it now to this day. And there's been evidence saying that you don't have the cognitive ability to actually f make memories at that stage yet. But I'm sure you feel something as a human being and that's not of course that's something that's you're very lost you're like yeah. this is a whole new what am i what is this there's not even the sense of what and i and whatever yet so yeah. it must be even i mean the traumatic. instinct of a newborn child is to cry exactly to gasp for air and yes, yes to understand that like they need air to breathe but and then when you're finally coming to terms with who you are that's what i think about mm -hmm, like, mm -hmm. i don't know just these massive, I don't know, you, you, these massive changes at the age of, I don't know, 12, 13. Absolutely. And it's just, 
again, and except keep, that now you feel them. Yeah, and as a woman, like, you know, you keep staring at your chest and at everyone else's chest, and you're just like, is mine big enough? Is mine normal? Why do my nipples suddenly stick out? Trauma doesn't have to be you're traumatized and you can never sleep again or whatever. Trauma no. is like if you have a, like, if you get a bruise, for example, that's a trauma that's been done to your body. Yeah, you know, absolutely. or it's like that's that's what my dentist used to say because you know I have teeth problem, tooth, teeth, dental issues, mm -hmm. and uh, right now we're in this phase where I just got my tooth removed, and uh, uh, she was checking it out, like she was checking out my uh, gums and seeing mm -hmm. if we can already put a fake tooth in there, not an implant yet, but just so I don't run around with a hole in my face, right. mouth, whatever. And then she was like, the trauma is too big. We have to wait. And for me, like... Such a good word, yeah. Yeah, that's how I learned that trauma is not, like, trauma. You know what I mean? It's not... Yeah. Or in medical terms, you call the trauma yeah. section at the hospital. It's when... Concussions. Concussions, all of this, yeah. Exactly. And so I think that's what we need to wrap our heads around a little bit more. Is like, when I say before all the trauma happened, it can be related to, you know your body changes and no one can help you through that time yeah. nobody and school is fucking hard you know and you have anxiety all the time and, yeah. and, and, and all that crap and nobody Fuck tells yeah. you and no one can prepare you for the trauma you're gonna have or yeah. witness or whatever i agree i agree um I've been meaning to add something to something you said earlier, but now I've been meaning to add something to this and it's just all blending together in well, my head. But I already forgot the second part. So anyways, I'll just go yeah. back to what you said before. Um, you said you're a really melanch melancholic person. Mm -hmm. um, and I definitely am very much so as well. So very sensitive and just feel things very intensely and deeply. I, I realize it goes, it kind of contradicts what I said before. As in, I seem like a very rational person as in like, no, no, but I've lived all this and it's time to let it leave it behind because I'm who I am now. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, I just felt like adding to it that this sounds very contradictory, but I think you can be multiple things at once in life. And I don't know, that also kind of lines in with what I've been meaning to add to the thing we just discussed, actually. Everything's, I think, putting one word to something... Um, kind of people feel like it defines them all together but I think multiple things can and it's, it's all a spectrum anyways but <laughs> she's smiling yeah because we discussed that when I was cooking breakfast like I'm understanding your point now yeah but please go on well I, I don't know does that make sense I don't even know if I'm yeah, explaining it, it right I it just does. feel like you can be um sensitive but also rational you can feel multiple things at once or you can feel trauma to a certain extent but be able to cope with it in a different way where you know i i don't like the fact that people i mean i do understand that people need to put a label on things to because this is human nature we need to be able to put ourselves in a box because society that's how and everything else as well <clears throat> not just yeah you're right yeah. we just in human nature we need to, we like to have things ordered and structured uh -huh. and just you know that's that's what it is just in like the dictionary every single word what why is there a definition for every single word why are there maybe 10 different names for one same thing um, because we like to uh, put these attributions. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, You're right. But there can be different ones, and I, I think 
this is something I've struggled with quite a bit to realize that it's okay to feel to feel these multiple things. I feel like I'm talking so much crap. Nicole. You're not, not at all. I mean, I understand where you're coming from, like saying it's nice to be many different things. Like it's nice mm. to just have that possibility. And so, just to come back to what we talked about this morning, when I said like, do you want more orange juice? No, okay. Thank you. Uh, that's what I said. Um, <laughs> when I said uh, this morning, like I just like to know if my diagnosis is what it is because it could help me put a name to it. It wasn't at all to like, hi, my name's McCall and I'm clinically depressed. No, but even no. if that were the case, I mean, it's, you're right. I just mean it's, it wouldn't... Of course, but it wouldn't be that's why my personality is the way it is. So I understand what you were trying to tell me before because I was like, yeah, if I'm depressed, it makes sense that I'm an artist. If I'm depressed, it makes sense that I'm shaky. Um, <laughs> that's a good-ass orange juice. Um, I think I wasn't applying it to that specifically. I'm just saying there's also the possibility... I think I'm losing myself in the train of thought. That's in my very train good. of thought, it made it made so much sense before I said it out loud. But, but then don't don't try to see. Okay, I'm just gonna quick intermission. <laughs> I just want to say everyone's been very different. Every guest has been very worried. What you guys need to understand is I have no clue myself, <laughs> and it's really important to just go with the flow. Mathieu, for example, he was very very keen on always coming back to the topic, <laughs> whereas I had to learn. No one gives a shit. <laughs> I'm literally thinking, what if somebody hears this and they're like, what the fuck are you talking about? You don't make any sense. Correlation of this, that. Like, but that's what it is all about. <laughs> what I meant is just, it's in human nature to just try and understand things by putting them into, by putting names to them. And that's completely fair, definitely. It's just, as I was saying, I am a very melancholic person and I like kind of indulging myself entirely in something and like dwell on, or like swim in like old thoughts and just dive in them and, and remember them and feel them so intensely. Um, and then at the same time, um, as my astrology sign would describe me, I am still a quite a rational person, doesn't it? Isn't the mm -hmm. Capricorn is that? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Anyway, very rational and uh, yeah, so... And sometimes that confuses me. I'm like, okay, but wait, wait, why do I feel so intensely and am I so sensitive? Whereas these are not the char characteristics attributed to the Capricorn time. Or, you know, these are just confusing me. And that's why I said what I just said. I feel like you can feel multiple, like you can be multiple things without one thing. But that's so funny because that's how, that's how I see you. Like I've never, that's why I love doing this. I know I'm a very sensitive person. I'm extremely sensitive, you know me. But I'm also, I can also have this very rational side to me where it's mm. like, this makes sense because, or not even this makes sense because, whatever it is. I never thought that was something weird or something that I should question. I just thought that's me. Also, I find that very interesting because, yeah, relating things to your zodiac sign, I'm just really lucky because I am an ill-tempered person. I mean, not ill-tempered, but I am very tempered like a temperature mm. that's very high that's okay I mean, yeah that's i mean good. something i had to come to terms with is that i hate heat or why does everybody love chick flicks and rom-coms except me and i have this not one everybody thing. sorry not everyone do you like rom-coms and chick flicks sometimes but not always i can't i get so upset why 
the way it's depicted in movies mm -hmm. and that's why all my life I thought that's how it's gonna be. When I had my first kiss with this guy, Karen, I flipped my foot. Whether Karen, wait, didn't you just mention someone called Karen a minute ago? <laughs> oh, go on. <laughs> I had my first kiss with this guy, Karen, and I flipped my foot just because I saw it on Princess Diaries. Haven't so you, you did watch Princess Diaries? Of course, when I was nine, I loved those. Okay, yeah, like, no, I did, yeah. Until High School Musical, mm -hmm. I loved that shit. Mm -hmm. I mean, High School Musical holds a big place in my heart, mm -hmm. you know, but... Yeah. Stupid. I like Harry Potter where everyone's asexual. That's my kind of style. <laughs> Except for Dumbledore, wasn't he? Dumbledore! Run! <laughs> Sorry. I did that with my sister in the first episode. Brian Weasley. <laughs> I mean, what do you think of labels? Nothing. Nothing. I have to learn that it helps me though. Like, it, it helps me just to... Because non-binary is confusing to me because it still means, well, to me, please correct me if I'm wrong, which would be terrible. I mean, I'm not an like, expert, I don't know. Because I'm like your next door ally, so if I'm wrong on this, I'm going to get my license revoked. So what, I, <laughs> what I'm saying here is that from what I understood, non-binary just means that you're not either male nor female, right? Like I that think neither male nor female. I think it's a bit, I mean, you, I think you're right, but I, I think, think it's a bit broader than that. I mean, maybe I'm completely wrong. I'm not an expert. Because it just that. means you're but not on the binary. It just means you're not this, you're not that, you're somewhere, right? I think you don't always ad adhere, 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 <laughs> adhere to one or the other, to like male or female. You don't accept that. You're not the system of, um, you're either male or female for life doesn't apply to you. Yeah. I think it's like someday, I, I have a friend who's, um, who, well, he identifies as male, but sometimes he, he f there are some days where he feels more in touch with his feminine side, female, and he wears heels and makeup and a dress. And then there are other days where he feels more in tune with, but he still identifies as male though. But then again, I think it's a spectrum. Exactly, it is a Just spectrum. Just like sexuality, uh, gender identity is also a spectrum. Exactly, but that's where I get confused again because we talk about gender identity and we talk about not labeling shit, but then we say, today I feel femme or today I feel more mask. And I'm like, but you're labeling right now. Yeah, that's called, I, I, I know, but. But I think that's also because of us. Like for us, heels yeah. are considered like a, a female shoe, yeah. if you will. If you will. If you will. Or like makeup is a female thing to do. Yeah. So I think once we uh, remove ourselves from that, yeah. I think that's when things are going to get a little easier for us. I agree, but I wonder if this is going to work because not the entire world is going to implement this no, mentality. Jesus so Christ, no. I think there's still always going to be, because you still use femme and masculine. I mean, what are you going to say otherwise? There's, as I said before, there's a word for Everything. all these things. Yeah. And as long as we use the whole concept in a kind of a fluid way and accept that it can be like that, I think that's a... Pretty good start. That's just me, maybe I'm... No, I agree, but then it gets confusing again because people nowadays, like, you know, when you go to their, like, when they talk about themselves, I'm like, I'm a, I'm a trans, femme, black, this, that. I'm like, but how does that define you? I guess, I guess, 
because of everything they've been through, they felt like their identity has been like they had no space in the world. I mean, yeah, yeah. Um, so they finally, as you said earlier, they finally know and can, sorry, um, attribute a certain name to themselves, and then they hold on to that as a form of identity. But I think if you kind of rupture, um, like break down everything and realize that you don't have to cling on to this, you're valid no matter what you feel. And yeah. what if one day you don't feel like this anymore or to this extent, I'm not saying, oh my goodness, it's a face. On the contrary, I'm never saying this, but it can be something where 10 years from now, you don't feel that comfortable with how you used to identify. Months before, you can be like, oh, Maybe I am non-binary and not trans, you know what I mean? Yes. Or maybe I am trans and not non-binary. And, I mean, and the fact that you cling on to these things because that's what kind of our society leads you to do, yeah. Yeah. then that could cause more confusion. So I think there's a fundamental change that needs to happen. But that's, yeah, I mean, yeah. No, but that's why I appreciate labels. But I just find it annoying when people say, I don't label it, but you are labeling it. That's the only thing I have as a, as a like. By by what? By doing like what do you mean? But you are labeling it. By yes. saying you're non-binary, by saying you're trans, by saying you're this, by saying our relationship isn't labeled, but we're open. Yeah. So you just labeled it. We're polyamorous. Okay, but do these people then say I'm not labeling it? Well, they like to say stuff like we don't like labeling our relationship, for example. But we're open. But that's labeling it. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. So I'm completely, I understand labels. I love labels because I love these label machines. <laughs> you said labels so many times. I've kind of lost yeah. track of what it actually like, means. Like, listen to it over again and please uh, label, I mean, drink to the label. Every time I say label, just drink, label. Hmm. Fantastic. So I appreciate labels so much Are because it's sure? just... Okay. <laughs> I'll call you a whole, I'll buy you a whole other pack. What? I'll buy you a whole other package. You don't have to. No, 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 no. I will. I'm eating all of it now. Dude, you bought me cheese sticks. <laughs> I did. But you made me breakfast. Yeah, but we're even now. Cheese sticks, Katya's gums that we're stealing from my partner, we're fine. Uh, no, I really appreciate labels. <laughs> because to me, that's exactly... Society does push us in that direction, but also it helps us. You know, it just helps us gender you properly, for example. You know, if a person looks typically male, but they say I'm a woman, okay, I know, you're she, her, hers, you know, or maybe they, them, theirs. I just wouldn't know that by looking at you because I've been brought up that way. That's not a bad thing. Mm -hmm. All society ever tried to do, and dear God, I'm never defending society, <laughs> but all society tried to do is put order where there, because exactly. if not, there would be complete mayhem. I, I agree. And labeling helps keep that mayhem, you know. Under, under in a, in, yeah, in a stru certain structure. Exactly. I so agree, yeah. Technically, all we're doing is restructuring the labels we've learned. Yeah. And do you think that's possible? I think that's amazing. I, I'm, I'm but I mean, do you think we'll, it'll work? It'll kind of... Yeah. That... Yeah, I mean, you can never generalize and say everyone in society will... Of course not everyone, but it's the same thing that men talk down to women. Or men think yeah. that women should stay in the kitchen. I think, like, I'm literally having goosies right now. Because yeah. I'm so... For the first time, I'm finally, like, getting to a point where I'm like, 
I've talked this through to understand why labeling is a great thing and why you labeling yourself is never about it, it just yeah you know that's what's important because now people always on their Instagram bios for example they always put she her yeah. and I love that yeah. I don't think about it because to me I'm a girl like that's also a thing I don't call myself a woman I always call myself a girl because <laughs> to me woman just means older girl I am older I'm, I'm older than five but younger than 70 I'm not a girl not yet a woman as <laughs> this person said I'm a girl. <laughs> no, <laughs> but that's the thing. Like to me, and it's it's all. <laughs> it's, it's all a thing of semantics to me. Like I decided yeah. to put on myself my label as girl. Yeah, because I'm a girl. I also call my partner a boy. Either way, it's like either way. Just in terms of yeah, like without noticing, you're labeling yourself all the time. Yeah. But don't you think that this could also cause confusion in a way for people themselves who feel like they have to label themselves? Maybe some people, I'm not talking about, uh, I mean, maybe, maybe also gender identity, but I mean, in general, people will, who don't, who don't have it figured out yet, you know what I mean? Fantastic. Who, who are still figuring it out. I feel like there's a major expectation in a way because everyone around them is like, now I know, um, I am this, I'm that, she, her, for sure. Like the more labels there are, the more they're like, oh, oh my God. And they want to, so what you're saying is... I mean, these labels were, have always been there and have always been facts. Sorry, I just... No, 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 that's great. But... Passion. <laughs> <laughs> you see the orange aura behind me? Totally. Sorry, I keep on otherwise I'm losing my train of thought. Okay. It's gone. Then get Choo. it back. <laughs> Sorry, gone. I missed it. I missed my train. Wait, let me catch the bus instead. <laughs> um, yeah, no, exactly. Some people might still be figuring it out, and the more these things uh, are acknowledged within our society—that's the right word—the more they people finally are able to see. Oh, okay, that's how I feel. That's there's a term for that. I'm not the only one, but some others might also be thinking, okay, um, there's so many different options. It's a reassuring thing, but I don't know. But that's fantastic because you will change all that. That's what you were talking about before. Your labels or your personality changes. Exactly, but is that okay? Is that accepted by society, do you think? Is that something? It'll have to be. It'll have to be. Honestly, it'll have to. I mean, that's something, you know, my friend Anne-Marie, unless she wants to call herself Karen, Karen. we're going to have to discuss that. She's the kind of person... Oh, for once, is somebody called... Not Karen? <laughs> okay. okay. Yes. She, she made... Like, she sometimes made it really hard for me because she was the kind of person who said she'd do something, but then she wouldn't just because... Like, an example, I don't know. She said, I'm going to start my yoga... Sorry. Like, I'm going to start my yoga journey, and then... Yeah, for sure. And then after, like, three days, she said she'd stopped. Uh -huh. You know, and she bought the whole yoga program and I don't know what. And for me, I was always like, yes, please. For me, I was always like, but how can you? Like, you need to hold yourself accountable to what you're saying you're going to do. She's like, why? And that's when I realized you don't have to do shit. No, you don't have to do fucking shit. It like, I mean, you going through the day to say you'll do it like that. Yeah, and it's also just like on a personal level, like just things that happen to you, things that you do where you thought that was the best decision I ever made. And then years later, you're like, 
Maybe not. I mean, yeah. that's a stupid example. For me, it's super important to never regret anything. Right. That's yeah. a really healthy Yeah. And thing. to just be like something that's really important for me. Because you would just keep hurting yourself if you came back to something being like, God, how could I do this? Something I try to stand for, if you will, is to say, in that moment, I thought this was a right decision. I had thought it through. Even if it was just three seconds or a millisecond, you know, like a split second. Right. I felt like this was the right thing to do. And you can say whatever the fuck you want. Like with my first relationship where all of my friends were like, oh my God, this was like the worst decision of your life. I'm like, why? Why was it? At the time, I thought it was great. Exactly. Now I see things, but... You see them because you went through that. Yeah, exactly. And I know better now. This, this relationship took me to such an interesting place that now I know so much better. I know so much better what I want and how to stand up for myself and how to be me and how to know what yes means and what no means in so many different like, aspects, you know? Right. And that's, that's really good. How can I be mad at that? Everything you do... I have this friend, Karen, she always says everything you do is a lesson learned. It doesn't matter. So if today I decide I'm she, her, and then like in five years I wake up and I'm like, I don't know what I am because I feel that way sometimes, yeah. but it's just a very split second thing, yeah. you know, where I sit on the toilet. I'm like, I have a vagina. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. Or like I take a picture. I'm going to cut the picture just to my neck, for example. But okay. that's just because I'm not a fan of my big chest. That's okay. not like every day, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like when I PMS and it's triple the size and my back hurts, I'm just like, ah. But would you want it any other way? Yeah. yeah, I would like to get a reduction, but my gynecologist told me I need to like lose weight, they're gonna get smaller. Wow. Because men know how boobs work. Because, oh, it's a male. Yeah, yeah because men, men know everything. Oh, yeah. Men are great. <laughs> not all men. <laughs> oh, God, not all men. No. Fuck you. Not you. <laughs> you know, the way Rose McGowan said it when she was talking about what happened with Harvey Weinstein. Uh, mm -hmm. It was in, I think I told you, right? It was in ABC. Yeah. It was an ABC interview, and the, uh, the reporter was like, what would you say to people who said you could have stopped it or maybe it was your fault and then she's like i'm gonna tell you you're fucking stupid not you the whole you like she, she said something that was like so interesting like oh. to not offend this reporter but just to say the uh -huh. like she 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 drew like an arch with her finger uh -huh. is that an arch yeah it's like a half yeah, circle yeah. whatever and i was like yeah that's when i say fuck you i mean to fucking people who believe that men do know everything, that men are yeah. the only authority. <sighs> yeah. I was really surprised with that washing machine guy today. Were you? Totally. That's sad to, to say surprised. I know. It's just I'm in this place where I don't talk to anyone. <laughs> so it's like... So our washing machine broke down and I asked my partner to call the company because I was too scared of being yelled at. And so the washing machine guy came over today and he was like, why didn't you, why didn't you call me? You work with the washing machine, which sounded slightly demeaning. Mm, 
because he was exp- well, yeah, I get what but you're on saying. the other hand, it's true. All I've been doing the past two months is sitting at home and talking to my washing machine. My partner thinks that everything should be wash- washed on 60 and it doesn't matter. Ooh, and whites and reds and blues and can all go together. And so he was like, if you're the one working with the machine, and he said it was so much passion, you know? Yeah. <laughs> like, you're the one who works this machine. Call me next time, not your man. I was trying to explain Oh to my you. god, he said man, but like yeah. he said it like in German, man, husband. like husband. Yeah, I just didn't want to correct him. I know, I, no, I just realized, that made me think of something, but I'll tell you after. Tell me. No, no, go on, because I'm drifting away to another topic. But that's so important, then, well, tell me. No, it's, no, it's just, I was so surprised that he took me so seriously. Well, yeah, you are to be taken seriously. Yeah, but it's so. just hard. Just yeah. based on, like, I mean, we live in Austria. Austria is becoming more and more tolerant to shit. I get it. But also, when I had my car accident, they spoke to me in English. And they asked me if I even had insurance. Wow. You know, these kinds of questions. And I just find that extremely upsetting. Yeah. Like, I've been living in this country for so, so long. I have the citizenship and I speak German, like German is my favorite language because it's the fucking best in my opinion. Um, It's my mother tongue for crying out loud, even though my heritage is so different. Like, you know, German, Austria, for me, that's my home. Whereas my partner keeps saying, how can this be your home if people keep laughing in your face for what you look like? It's, It's true. It keeps happening. You know, people keep doing racist things without noticing. Still. It's crazy. And then also being a woman? Jesus. Like, you know, just, just, just. That's why I asked my tall, white, Viking looking partner to do things for me. Because they <laughs> he really. He does look like a Viking. Yeah, and people do take him seriously. Also because he's very blunt with people. Like, hi, uh, I'd like this technician for the washing machine to come in now, and uh, I'm expecting it to be free. Whoa. I would never say that. You know, I got my card out. I'm like, how much do I owe you? Yeah. And that would, because what am I supposed to expect? Do you want me? I don't want to start a fight. If I start a fight, I'm the hysterical woman again. Oh my God. Yeah. Yeah. This is, this is just messed up. Mm-hmm. Messed up is what it is. Yeah. No. Um, what I've been meaning to say also when he said the, uh, your man, because I don't think he meant to say your man. Imagine if he wasn't your husband. Imagine if he was your brother who called or some friend who called. Like, he would still have assumed it was your husband. Now let's reverse the roles. If it was, if he, if it was a woman who had called, mm-hmm. would he have ever, no, never, he would never have suspected this to be your female partner, would he? he would For have said, sure, that's totally true. Yeah, he, he, would, like, he would have said, the woman I spoke to on the phone said... Or like, your caretaker. Your mom, I'm, I suppose. <laughs> yeah. Isn't that interesting? That's so true. But it's just in, in, implemented in our society like that. To not think... Be out of the box. Outside of the box. Because we're not there yet. But I think we will be. I think with more people... Yeah. And that's the and only the new thing. generation. Exactly. And that was my only... How do you say? Kritikpunkt. Um, my only... Limitation to the study. No, I'm just, <laughs> no, I'm just the only input. thing I would criticize in terms of like I'm not labeling things is please do label everything. 
Label that shit. And if you don't know, say that you don't know and that's your label. Say that you're still discovering. Say that yeah. you're still questioning. Yeah. Like so many with the LGBTQIA, when people yeah. say Q stands for queer, I'd like it to stand for questioning. I'd yeah. like for people to have the space for them to be like, I don't fucking know. I like putting on makeup and sometimes I don't. I like wearing femme things and I like wearing mask things or I just like... Yeah. I like long shirts, but I also like long skirts. See what I did there? <laughs> oh, beautiful. Like, that's what I'm trying to say. I don't like to show off my chest on some days. That doesn't mean I want to get it removed. It's just that it's a fucking annoying thing on my body sometimes. Mm-hmm. It's, and also, sometimes it makes me feel like it doesn't fit yeah. to me, if that makes sense. Is that like, you talking right now? Or? Yeah, yeah okay. that's me. Like I look at myself and I'm like, I wish you were smaller so I could be back, go back to being a petite person. But I'll figure that out. This is the first time I actually discuss it so openly. Right. So right. for me, it's wow. just like... I feel honored. <laughs> <laughs> it's just really, label that shit till you fucking die. I mean, I know you try to like shy away from labels. Yeah. But by saying you're 90% this, like in terms of your sexual orientation, yeah. saying 90% this and 10% that, that's a great label. What if so many people feel the same way? Yeah. But then again, you know, like it's like a stamp in a way. A label feels like a stamp. What if then it turns to 70 and 30? That's fine. You change the label. And people need to know that there's the option to be able to. It's not that easy, you know. I know, I know. To, to I think we're not at the point where we can. And that's what I have to learn as well. Like, it's you figuring your shit out. Yeah. Because a person, what we need to start figuring out is how to say, don't forget that the spectrum it's like the sea, it's fluid. fluid. I know, I totally agree. I think that's what's important and not the fucking Kinsey scale. No. Like you're either this or that or you're in the middle. Yeah. On some days I'm that and on some yeah. days I'm that. And that's it. And then that person's gonna trigger maybe more of this yeah. person. I, I really admire people who say I don't see gender because um, I see gender. <laughs> like for me, it's like I, I'm only into boys. Yeah. In, in Hebrew, there's like this expression of saying like, you don't have a, um, fach, you know, it's a veil. Thank you. But anyway, right. like you don't have a veil in front of your eyes, meaning it can mean several things. It can, you see all of the things and they don't mean anything specifically to you. Right. Right. Whereas, yeah, I mean, I mean, to you talking about to you as in me or to you in general? To the bigger oh, yeah, you. Take it. Yeah. <laughs> I'm watching like Rose McGowan again, to the bigger you. Like. I think if you're just trying to be open, yeah, that's the most important thing. And I know I've always been into tall white guys, mm-hmm. but when I see someone that's pretty, I think, wow, you're pretty, you know, and that's it. Yeah. I'm just in a, don't want to label it, but I'm in a very committed, close relationship. So yeah, and that's what I'm at right don't now. Don't want to label it. <laughs> yeah. That's why I was saying, don't, <laughs> don't break my jokes. But um, maybe one day we wake up and we say, hey, we've been together for quite a while. Um, let's open this. And that doesn't mean there's no love or that there's uh, conflict because that's what we've been discussing as well. Like we wouldn't want to open up this relationship. We don't even know what this would look like, right? But we wouldn't want to do it if we're unhappy. Yeah. Because, you know, when we have fights and whatever, I was like, let's just open this up and not talk to it. But that's the point. That's not how it should be. Yeah. You know? Yeah, no, I agree. I agree. But uh, let me tell you, though, that an open relationship is quite a piece of work. And you need to know that you can deal with it and cope with it. 
and not do it as like a last resort to save the relationship. But when you opened your relationship with Karen, <laughs> how did like, were you in a good place when you did it? Um, no, we were uh, in a long distance relationship. That was the whole issue. Um, and we discussed this after our breakup. Mm -hmm. um, that the, uh, she's single. Sorry, I was drinking orange juice. Vivi's single, by the way. She likes uh, people. <laughs> That's a label. People. People. Yeah. But I have a preference for girls. <laughs> for women. Pardon. What does that mean? Um, How do you kiss girls? Like on the lips? <laughs> oh my god, no. <laughs> yeah, Never. you do like the eyeball thing, right? Like you. <laughs> Eskimo kiss. Yeah, do you get each other's bookers out because you love each other so much? Let me just go throw up quickly and come back. You throw <laughs> That's up exactly what I do. That's exactly what I do. <laughs> Um, no. What and like girl on girls. Okay. <laughs> I do that a lot to annoy Vivi, but I'm, I do it with uh, love and respect. Mm -hmm. Love you, value you, respect you. For sure. Um, Sorry, please continue. Yeah. So, what was I saying? You know that we did this and that if, that if, if we hadn't been in a long distance relationship, things would have looked completely different. And obviously we would have wanted to be in a committed relationship and try it out that way. But, um, so just because of the long distance? Yeah. Why? Because it was fucking hard. Hey, hey, I'm not judging. No, no, no. Oh my God, I'm, I'm so sorry. <laughs> no, no, it was really hard, this long distance relationship, but there was no way, because Karen was <laughs> for, um, well, her studies somewhere else, not in the same city um, or country. And we still didn't want to let each other go because we really loved each yeah, other and had been together for a while. So we tried it closed and then it didn't work. Why? Um, no, no, actually, we didn't really try it. Anyways, it was so... Oh, God. It was four years altogether. What? <laughs> you mean oh the God. lesbian relief? <laughs> the girl? <laughs> this, exactly. This. What? <laughs> People are gonna think I'm the fucking worst. <laughs> if they people, don't already. People is me, then yeah, people do. Um, then, uh, yeah, but anyways, it was just a hard. Uh, you know, sometimes when you look back on things and you realize, oh, just a tad. No, no, thank I'll you, give thank you, you the thank rest. you, thank you. Oh, juice. Too um, much orange juice gives me pimples. I guess that's what my dad told me, and my placebo is quite strong, so. Huh. Your placebo? Yeah. Or your placenta? Do you know that feeling when? Yeah, do you know that feeling when you try and remember something and then you feel like it's completely distorted or you yes. feel like you don't even remember how it happened or what led to certain events? I'm not a person for, to have an open relationship with. I'm, I can't deal with them. It's, except if I get into a relationship and it's... Oopsie. And it starts with open from the beginning, but going from closed to open, nope. And I know that I can, I will not do this again. You're um. holding yourself accountable. What if in 10 years... Oh, no, okay. Like, no, I mean, I'm not at all being like, maybe... Hey, Vivi Woods. <laughs> <laughs> but 10 years ago, you said you would never... Do I will knock on your door. I don't care if you live in fucking Greenland. I'll come uh. all the way to see you to just be like, so how's your open relationship with your wife and your sheep going? <laughs> Sheep in Greenland? I like that. Well, Creativity. I, I was going to say, maybe 
It wasn't the right time, the right person, no, the right relationship. No, but I know that from what I want in a relationship. I okay. could be open with a friend. I could have friends with benefits, okay? But if I have feelings for someone, what I like about it is to have this committed feeling. I'm, I like the idea that, yes, you can have impulses, you can have instincts. Oh my God, this person's so good looking. I would so get with them. But then actively choose not to do it because you're with someone. You're committed to this person. No matter how hard it was, you, they kind of like flirt with you, whatever. But at the end of the day, what you do, what you choose to do, what your actions are what kind of matter. And if you're, if I'm, I'm not saying you in general, I completely, I think the concept of an open relationship is really beautiful. It has something very powerful and loving behind it as well. You, definitely, definitely. I respect it so much, but I just know that it's not for me. Yeah. And I know that I want to give my complete devotion to this person in a way... People in an open relationship will be completely devoted to their partner. I'm not assuming anything else. But me personally, I like to give the physical devotion as well. And I don't want to run the <laughs> I don't want to run the risk to potentially feel something for someone else and confuse the whole thing. I want to dedicate myself and my life to the, like. And I think that's the beautiful thing about it. And in this horrible world with so many ugly, ugly things going on, I think that's one of the most beautiful things you can hold on to. That's really sweet. That was like, I don't know, that's just my opinion. But anyway, so if you're going to go for an open relationship, totally supportive of that. <laughs> but, um, yeah, yeah, it sounds really fun. <laughs> no, with all the heartbreak and trauma. But um, Did you say drama or trauma? Trauma. Good. I mean, good because like we're normalizing the term. For it's exactly broader... bringing back to the start. Full circle. Back to the start. <laughs> Open relationships, huh? <laughs> We're just talking about it. But again, like, I wouldn't want to go with the typical, this is my primary partner and this is my secondary partner. Like, what I find exciting, and that's something I'm learning to understand is it's the most human thing is the, in the world is, again, to dwell on things and to yeah. be like, you know, sometimes I miss flirting with someone. Yeah. And that's what I talked about with my partner as well. I was like, just let me, like, go okay. on. Karen, yeah. yeah. Uh, with him, it's two R's. Um, oh, yeah. So, Karen. Karen. <laughs> with, with Karen, it's more like, just, I, I was like, just let me, like, get on a dating app. Text with a guy for, like, 20 minutes. Just tell him all I like to do. And then close my phone and forget it ever happened. He's Would like, that give you a satisfactory? Feeling? I mean, I'd like to go on a date, make out for a little bit. And then, you know, like, okay, bye. This has been great. Because I know the rest. Are you sure that you can say bye? This has been great. What if he mesmerizes you and he confuses the hell out of you and you're like, oh my then god. Then we touch each other naked and then I go home. And then what if you want to see him again? I don't. I never want to see anyone again. Seriously. You can't plan these things out. I don't fucking care. I never, I didn't even want to see Karin again. Because I know how to spin things in my brain. Well, that's good that you have this ability. I don't. And that's what I mean. It's like, you know, we're very different in, in that way. For me, it's like... It's just this little bit of excitement right. and then leaving. But I also understand that coming home to Karen and being like, Hey! And him not wanting to hear about it, I understand. I don't know if I would want to hear about his conquests, if you will. But also, he falls in love very easily and very deeply. And so I'm like, can you separate that? He's like, oh my god, yeah, of course. What do you mean? Um, no. <laughs> No, he really can't. He really cannot. 
I just can't imagine people naked. So I'd like to see them naked once and then I can leave. Hmm. That's all I fucking care about. Heartbreaker. <laughs> I mean, because I used to have such intense crushes. Like, I don't know if I told you that I sent a... At the time, we didn't have WhatsApp, so I sent a really long voicemail singing When There Was Me and You by Gabriella from High School Musical. I sang the whole fucking thing. To whom? Karen? To, to this guy. I don't even remember his name, actually, but his girlfriend was with him, and they were both listening oh to it, and then they sent me a voicemail back being like, you're such a fucking loser. And I'm like, I was so careless about it. I'm like, I, have to, I did what I had to do. I confess my love. If you don't want to have it, I don't give a fuck. And I'm this person who's like, I will cut you. Hmm. What I'm just trying to say is like, you have experiences with people. Some guys I kissed once and I still think about it, mm -hmm. you know? But I think about it and to me there's a difference. Like, you know those butterflies in your tummy? Yeah. They're two different... Do I know them? They live in my stomach. Yeah. <laughs> these butterflies. But yeah, to me there's the two... Different types. There's the one where you're like so in love and every time you pee, you have that <laughs> inside your stomach. And then there's the other one, the sexy butterflies. We're like, <gasps> exactly. She just bit her lip in a very sexy way. And that's the thing. For me, it's usually the sexy butterflies. Then I go pee twice and it goes away. I also have a ritual. I think that's what makes it easy. You fucking annoy me. I'll go to McDonald's. I eat a lot of McDonald's. Then I go pee. <laughs> What a cool ritual. Even with Karin, I did the same thing. Okay. And she was like, don't you like want to hang out with me? I'm like, no. He's like, but I'm new to the city. Like, mm. you can't just leave me here. So I left him at Prata. And I was like, sorry, I really have a busy day. It was fucking Sunday. It's like, I'm really busy. I left him on the fucking grass. Went straight to McDonald's and had a big ass menu. I was so scared he would see me and be like, what the fuck are you doing? Because he kept following me around. Oh my god, what happened then? I fell in love with him. <laughs> I will never forget the person he was when we met. He was so like, if you keep doing that, I'll sit you on the washing machine. I'm like, for what? It's like, I don't know, like, isn't that like sexy? I'm like, <laughs> Oh my god. It was such a weird dynamic. Yeah. And we were in a bus. Uh, we were going to Prada. And uh, I wouldn't talk to him. And he's like, what's going on? I'm like, I just don't like riding with you on that bus right now. I'd like to be alone with my thoughts. Yeah. Just to get back to the whole thing, I'm a total asshole. Mm -hmm. <laughs> were you annoyed at that time? Yeah. By pretty much everything he said. Okay. How did you move past it? I invited him to my place the next day. And I knew deep down I was totally into him. Really? I was so into him. But that's another story. Um, how did this become something about me? No, like, I'm I glad hate it doing did. that. Ugh, I fucking hate that. But um, it's a problem. You're a very good question asker. Am I? Yeah, that's why you should be a fucking therapist. Everyone back me up on this. Vivi for therapist. Vivi for president. <laughs> That sounded like a seagull. What? Well, anyways, I said I sounded like a seagull. Oh, like a movie. Yeah, because I was thinking about a hawk. <laughs> oh my god, just see, that's where I know how hard, like, what a hard time children must be having when they're learning colors. Because people just decide for you what kind of colors, what kind, yeah. and, and then it becomes an automatic thing. But I really suck with animals. So for the longest time, I thought an eel was a seal. 
Oh, wow. Or like when someone said, ah, it's a seal. I'm like, uh, it's an eel. I'm like, that's clearly a seal. And so, for example... An eel, you mean eel? Yeah. Yeah. Because it's, it sounds yeah. the same. Whereas, I mean, it was eel and eagle. Eagle. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. See? But isn't hawk and eagle very similar? Similar, yeah. Yeah. I think the... the, the I was going to say the same thing. Really? The beak is the like... Beak is... Because they dried yellow for eagles. Exactly. And black for... Exactly. That's... Oh, my God. But you know multiple languages, so... Yeah, I wish I knew. Like my heart, the hardest thing for me is uh, is uh, colors in Hebrew. Oh wow! I keep confusing them. The only thing I always know is that no, I don't even know. No, I do. I hope I know that varod is pink because vered is rose. Wow! That's all I fucking know. Vered like the rose. You mean like a rose, like a flower? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Beautiful. And chum is brown. I hope. <laughs> <laughs> That's all I fucking know. Wow. And then there's Yarok and Kachol, and I always get them confused, so I don't even know. I have no idea. And then there's Segol, which is purple. I know that because... Segol? Yeah. Segol. <laughs> okay. There you go. That was probably that was... the intent. I think on that note, we're yeah. going to leave it at that, that I don't know colors <laughs> or animals. And that labeling is very important, actually. Definitely. And that it's totally fine to change your label, even if it's like in the next, like 10 minutes apart. Totally. Do that. You don't have to, like you're not to be held accountable for anyone except you. So if you decide today I feel this way and then 10 minutes later I'm a seagull, fucking go for it. Yeah. When it comes to yourself, you don't owe anyone anything. Yeah, be a seagull. Go Fly above the sea, look at the waves. And no one else. Just go with them, go with the flow. Exactly. Oh, that's beautiful. No one else has to understand. Yeah. I know that's hard because it can get very lonely in a world where no one understands you, but you're going to realize sooner than later that some people will. They will understand. That's important. Oof. I'm tearing up over here. (laughs) That was beautiful. Thank you for being here, Vivi. That was my pleasure. And I shall see you soon or whatever. Okay, bye guys.